shit's been amazing. I can't see a way out. I've been stacking face down off canvases. I painted. I just spent the rain day on shit I can't afford, but that's the price I pay for the memories I'm making. I've been going places. I've been shaking hands for a chance to really make it. This life is so amazing. Swag almost gave it. All this shit I'm laying in, it's only the foundation. I've been going crazy. program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 is that not the truth or what? It does not matter who the host is. Today is Monday, April the 19th. Oh, tomorrow should be a fun one. Uh, April the 19th of 2021. Uh, let's see, what day, what day is it again? Day 109th of the year and only 256 days left to go. Anyways, we're broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM. And then we're, of course, streaming on our sister station. You know, that other place that we go and hang, you know. Always streaming. Radio Yep, coming across RadioBig.fm also at the same time, too. So there you go. That's what we have going on. And that's it. That's the show. No, just joking. Anyway, so there you go. A lot of stuff going on. First things inside of the manana as we're coming to you. Uh, so hopefully you had a fantastic weekend, did all kinds of fun stuff, you know, stuff that was worth your while, all kinds of fun things, you know, whatever you normally planned your weekend to be, I guess, you know, however you want to take a look at that. Wow, we really need to adjust that camera. Uh, so there you go. A lot of stuff, a lot of things. And some things to talk about for sure. So let's talk about some of the trends that we were seeing over the weekend of what was trending according to the social media hashtags. Let's talk about it. Twitter account hangover tags created by Kraft Beer beer in Four Words. Yeah, Beer in Four Words, which began uh, trending on Saturday morning. Tweets include a hipster personality substitute. Um, it's twice the price. Uh, definitely not malt liquor. It's still mostly water, alcohol for man's buns. Yeah, a bunch of hipsters nonsense and dump down the drain. So there you go. That's what was part of the hashtag that was taking place. Another hashtag that was going on was Prince Philip's funeral, which trending on Saturday as Queen Elizabeth's husband was laid to rest. Social media users attached the hashtag to posts expressing their sympathies for the queen and the entire royal family. More details, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that probably later. Joe Buck landed in the top trending tweets after news broke that the sportscaster will be guest host on Jeopardy. More, there'll probably be some more information about that too. Uh, Kittishaw was trending on, on Sunday morning after the news broke that a gunman opened fire in Wisconsin town. Officers were called to the Summer House Tavern just before 1 a.m. after reports of shots fired. So there you go. Twitter was also flooded with tweets of Maxine Waters Sunday after she called on people to get. Con, um, confrontational if uh, former police officer Derek Chavin was acquitted. Uh, her saying, not mine. Uh, many many called her out for inciting and promoting violence, heavily noting the huge, yeah, huge double standard uh, Democrats constantly promote. So just saying what's there doesn't necessarily mean that I agree with any of it or am promoting any of it. So there you go. That's some information going on on top of the trends as we are talking right away. So let's talk to our friends at the feature of the story of the news because, you know, they talk about 
stories that are going on in the news that should be featured. So maybe we should talk about them. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Chris Jones. More than 273,000 people have tested positive in India in the last 24 hours, the biggest single-day surge anywhere in the world. This has taken the country's overall caseload past 15 million. Several parts of the country are grappling with an acute shortage of beds and oxygen, with India's capital, New Delhi, describing the current situation as an emergency. Nia Herpunia has more. The Delhi government says 1,500 beds will become available at newly made facilities by Tuesday, but as of Sunday, the capital had less than 100 critical care beds left. Indians are now taking to social media to request help for their family members, as hospitals in some of the worst-hit regions, including Delhi, say they've reached capacity. The government has now ordered oxygen men for industrial use to be diverted to hospitals. As cases rise across the country, criticism is mounting over how Prime Minister Modi's government has handled this health crisis. Opposition parties have either suspended or curtailed their campaign for the poll-bound state of West Bengal, but Prime Minister Modi's party, the BJP, is still holding an extensive campaign there. Neha Punya, New Delhi. And Hong Kong is banning flights from countries like India, Pakistan and the Philippines for two weeks after health officials say they found multiple cases of a mutant COVID-19 strain carried by travellers from those countries. Russia has given 20 Czech diplomats 24 hours to leave the country. The move is a response to the expulsion of Russian diplomats after Prague accused Russian spies of carrying out an explosion that killed two people. Julia Chapman has more. The Russian Foreign Ministry denounced the expulsion of 18 diplomats as anti-Russian. The Czech Republic alleges that the Russian spies were behind a 2014 explosion at an ammunition depot. It believes that the men are the same ones accused of carrying out the Salisbury poisonings in the UK in 2018. The Kremlin has denied any involvement in either incident. Julia Chapman, Moscow. And UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson has joined condemnation of plans for a new European Super League in football. Twelve major clubs in England, Spain and Italy, including Manchester United, Chelsea and Tottenham, have announced a new breakaway competition. They claim it will help the sport at every level, but fans are accusing them of greed, and Boris Johnson's warned it could be very damaging. The Guardian's chief sports writer, Sean Ingle, says it's about money and control. In effect, the very big clubs want to control what is now the Champions League, what would become the European Super League. For UEFA, it's almost an existentialist threat if they were to lose the Champions League. If they say to the big clubs, you take control of this, I mean, they wouldn't have much, much left. There could be a compromise, but I think it's, it's tricky to see how it would satisfy all the clubs. From Bureaus Worldwide, this is FSN. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky. Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities. 
but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> you're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. All right, you're listening to something, all right? So anyways, hopefully everything is good. By the way, if you forgot what that's about, you see that if you're hanging out in the in the chat or hanging out inside of the room where there is the video, yeah, the, the QR code is right there. You, you can find out what it's all about if you're so inclined to do so. Uh, so there you go. A lot of stuff going on first thing in the in the morning. So how was your weekend? I mean, I always think it's interesting on uh, what happens after the weekend when we come back and all that kind of fun stuff. Some people have all kinds of plans. Some people don't. I will tell you, I actually was uh, hanging out, hanging around, taking a look at some of the beaches over the weekend. Um, Not a lot of stuff going on over there. I was kind of shocked. I was slightly surprised. Uh, so we'll we'll talk about that here in a bit. Anyways, let's continue talking. Um, let's talk about what's going on inside of the world of the news because that's always important to talk about. Uh, we need to go down the the different sectors of what is going on inside of the world of the news. So let's take that from the very top. So, um, Glisten McSell <laughs> will face two criminal trials in Manhattan federal court after judge rules two separate. Um, two. Se- Hold on, rules to separate her perjury charges from her sexual misconduct. Don't know if you heard about this one. Judge Allison Nathan uh, stated that the charges were um, were tried together. It would risk an unfair trial on each set of the counts. So there you go. That was something that was discussed. Uh, Of course, Maxwell is, uh, is accused for procuring underage girls to be to be abused by millionaire pedophiles jeffrey epstein in the 1990s and the early 2000s she is also charged with lying under oath in a civil suit uh, deposition unrelated to the sexual misconduct charges so there you go that's what's circulating inside of the world of the news right now so just so you know it's the information of what i got uh, also, some other things, if you probably heard about this, but let's talk about it. As of Sunday, over 209.4 million COVID vaccines have been administered nationwide. Over 84.2 Americans have been fully vaccinated, while under or more than 131.2 million have received at least their first dose, according to the CDC. The total number of cumulative cases um, are just over 31.4 million, with more than 563,000 deaths attributed to it. Uh, so worth noting, the CDC reports that 25.4% of the total population are fully vaccinated. And as of those 18 and older can currently receive uh, the vaccine in most states, a percentage of the eligible population who are fully vaccinated is now closer to 33%. I know we can go down the path again that we talk about about the vaccine, but here's the funny part. I was listening to something over the weekend as well um, that was related about how we get our information about COVID and where does a lot of the info come from. And of course, most of us get our information related from some kind of news source media where it comes for it. And the question came about on this program that I was watching about, is there a spin on it? Is there a political agenda when you start hearing about COVID? And is there a political agenda when people are talking about it from wherever you're gathering the information? And I thought it was a pretty interesting question because when you really start taking a look at it, The answer will definitely be yes. I still have not found any news source that doesn't have some kind of spinorama on it because all of them do it. I don't think we're back into how the news stories used to be where it was just news. It wasn't that it wasn't infotainment. I mean, I can talk about a court case that occurs with Fox News, Fox News many, many years ago in the Sean Hannity show, but I think a lot of people already know about that, so I don't want to bore you too much. But think about it for a moment. Think about how we receive the information 
and what our thoughts normally are and if there is a spin. And I would have to say, yes, there definitely is. Because here's the thing. When you come and hang out with me in the morning or in the afternoon or wherever you take a listen to this, to an extent, you know there's going to be some sarcasm on the stuff that I have to say. So I would say to an extent there is a spin. You're also going to hear me talk about how I'm not in love with big safety. So I guess that's a spin. But that's the thing. Regardless of where you get info, there will always be a bias on there. That's un- that's unfortunate, but it's the true thing. It is the true words there. You will always have a bias on it. Why? Because that's how people are. We're all just human. So, yes, there will always be a bias. Even when you do incidents investigations, think about it for a moment. And you'll know that we're on the same page. Anyways, to continue talking, authorities have released the names of the eight people who were killed in the Indianapolis FedEx facility shooting massacre on Thursday. They were identified as Matthew Alexander, 32, Samaria Samaria Blackwell, 19, Emerget Gerald, 66, Jasinder Kerr, 64, Jaswinder Sign, 68, Emerit Crone, 48, Carly Smith, 19, and John Wiesert, 74. Four were injured in the shooting. The gunman identified as a former FedEx employee. Not going to say his name. He was 19. 19. Took his own life after being confronted by cops. So, we can talk about run, hide, fight. We can talk about gun control. We can talk about mental illness. We can talk about a lot of things when we start getting into stories like this. There's so much that can be addressed. But that's the thing. Do you want to address it? Do you want to have the conversation on what's going on? And then we start talking again, metal detectors inside of jobs, metal detectors, because here's the thing. You don't know what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. And who even knows about ghost guns nowadays? That's the other question behind the whole thing. So a lot of stuff to think about for sure. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, three people were killed and two others were injured in a shooting early Sunday morning at the Summers House Tavern in Wisconsin near the shores of Lake Michigan. Two victims were taken into the hospital with um, with serious injuries. While a motive has not been established, officials believe that the shooting was a targeted attack. The gunman has not yet been located. This is a developing story. So there you go. You probably heard about some of that yesterday as it was being discussed on some of the news outlets, if you're watching. Uh, let's continue talking about Verna CEO Stefan Banzel said that the booster shots for the coronavirus vaccine will be necessary at some point, but it's too early to tell how often they will be needed. He emphasized that their two-dose vaccine has an efficiency north of 90% and seems to be doing well in the real world. Not the MTV show, but only the only time will tell if it works against the variants. In under 30 days, Moderna developed a variant boost for the South African strain with recently published the data showing that it works well in animals. Human data will be available soon, according to the CEO. So there you go. What do you think about this? You know, there's going to be so many mutations on things as we talk. There's going to be so many mutations on things as things come about. I mean, just let's be realistic about this. I don't know. I think that when we start not talking about what we need to start taking a look at, it's going to be a little bit difficult for some. So when you hear this and you start thinking about it, what comes to mind? Are you prepared to see more variants? Because I think that that's going to be the other thing about mutation. I mean, and I think we're kind of aware of these things. At least one would hope. Anyways, NASA announced on Friday that it has awarded SpaceX a $2.9 billion contract to build a spacecraft to bring astronauts to the moon as early as 2024. The private space company Elon Musk was selected over Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin and defense contractor Dynetics. 
I wonder who that belongs to. Uh, di- really? Dianetics? That's interesting. Somebody else uses something called Dianetics. You might be familiar. Uh, a test flight to the moon will occur before humans make the flight. So there you go. Some interesting things. That's, somebody pull that up. Defense contractor Dianetics. Huh. wonder what they're tied into or who they're tied into. Did you say LRH? Okay, whatever. Uh, okay, a New Jersey man was who was hospitalized with COVID-19 despite getting the Johnson & Johnson vaccine was placed on a ventilator Friday as his conditions worsened. Francisco Cosme, 52, fell, uh, fell ill five weeks after receiving one-shot vaccine. His daughter told the Post that she is not she is not allowed to see him, and the last time that she tried to FaceTime him, he was unconscious. She is now begging Johnson & Johnson to do more research to revise the statement to make it clear that people still can be hospitalized with the virus even after getting the shot. I think that people are getting slightly confused on vaccines here. I don't think there's been a statement yet. Now, I I am no um no medical scientist. See what I did there. Um that has said that you are immune that you are immune to t- once you take this, that you can just go roam the roam the planet and be perfectly fine. And hey, I'm not picking here. I'm not picking on Francisco by no means. But there has not been anything that said, okay, you are fully immune to this thing. So I just don't get it. I don't get where the misunderstanding is. I mean, are you under the the understanding that you're going to get the shot if you opt to do so, and all of a sudden you're going to be free to roam the world? Because I don't think that's the case. At least there's no study showing that because we are starting to see other people getting it, getting the getting the actual illness still. Because I think what's taking place is that some people are still thinking that the moment you get the thing, you can throw your mask away, throw away all precautions, and run. Run like the wind. And I don't think that that's what's supposed to be taking place. But what do I know? I don't know. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, federal officials are warning parents to stop using Peloton treads. And after dozens of incidents of children being sucked beneath the treadmill um including the incident in which a child died have been reported what ceo john folly called the incident tragic and said the company is aware of the small handful of incidents meanwhile the consumer product safety commission said that they're aware of nearly 40 incidents including the death the cpsc released a statement on their findings on twitter advising those with children at home to stop using the product immediately the response, the response, uh, let's see, John Foley said that we're disappointed that despite offers of collaboration and despite the fact that the Tread Plus complies with all applicable safety standards, the CPSC was unwilling to engage in any meaningful discussion. All profits and loss. You know, it's just something to think about. You start seeing some of these incidents, you have to t- definitely take a look at the numbers. And then at what point you start going, okay, what is the incident rate? Is it is it worth it? Oh, is it, isn't that what standard safety normally tells you about? I, I'm just trying Duh. to figure it out. Anyways, there are people that are dead after a shooting that occurred in an apartment complex in downtown Austin late Sunday. A press release offer at... In a press release, officers called the incident a domestic situation, saying that the public is not in danger but should remain vigilant. Oh, that's that's um, that's promising. The FBI and U.S. Marshal are tag teaming the hunt for the shooter, who believed to be a former law enforcement officer, and then they named the person. So hold on, it's, it's so it's definitely more than a person of interest. Uh, the person was charged with sexual assault of 16 year old last summer is what it's saying. As of Sunday evening, he was still on the run. This story is developing. Oh, there you go. There you go. Ah, so there, there's some more information. Anyways, let's get into some more things. It is 23 minutes past the hour. You are listening to the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. 
and RadioBig.fm. Anyways, health officials in Oregon want to require masks and social distancing indefinitely. We are not out of the woods yet, according to Michael Wood. Interesting. Administered for the Department of Occupational Safety and Health Department said, since the announcement, the agency has gotten a record number of public complaints of nearly 60,000 people have signed a petition rejecting the proposal. Wood said that it will uh, that he will make the final decision by May the 4th. Uh, So let's talk about this. Meanwhile, Senator Kim Thatcher is calling the proposal unnecessary and questioning the science behind it, especially as vaccines are only days away from being available to everyone. So here you go again. Are we doing are we like even looking at some of these vaccine things? I mean, are we truly understanding what some of this means? I guess that's the other that's the other question. That's the thing to think about. So this is why I keep on telling people, or I will mention it on the show from time to time, that, hey, you need to do what is in your best interest, what is going to work for your situation. I think it's it's getting kind of weird out there. It's getting weird out there. But then again, um, I guess I'm a recluse when it comes to all this stuff. You barely ever see me out in the wild. And that's not a joke. That's for sure. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about the world. Let's talk about what is going on. It is 25 minutes past the top of the hour, and you are hanging out here with me. So let's talk about all these things that we that we always want to talk about. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But let's say for a moment in time, you were involved in the world of operations. So let's say that before you got into safety, let's say, for instance, you fell into safety by accident. You did something else. You were an operator. You were in operations. You played that game. You did some other things that were not related to safety because that seems to happen quite a bit. And you know that when you sit back and you think about it for a moment, you think about recluse safety. And what do I mean about that? You hear about that position that sits on high, at least when you're in operations, you think about it. You think about the safety cop. You think about the department that rides all these standards and regulations that are out and about. And this don't make sense to what is going on inside of your organization. And you always hear or might have heard the term at some point or another that there's the powers that be or that they are the person that sits behind there and you never have seen them and you've never seen safety out in the field. And that's the interesting part when we start talking about organizations in some style of safety. Now, I'm not talking about all organizations do this, but there is a good chunk of these that you'll see out there that they have recluse safety. And you never see the person. You don't know what they look like. You have never seen the person in your life. You wouldn't know the difference between them or Adam and Eve. So that's the stuff. So how do you go from having recluse safety and changing it to be something that is part of the culture in your organization? Not the recluse part, of course, but safety being part of the culture. And I think that this is a conversation that we need to look at where we're at inside of our journey. This be a personal journey. This be a journey inside of the organization. Because that's the thing. You could be the best safety person on the planet and be a recluse and nobody know a damn thing about you. A damn thing about your format. A damn thing about anything that's going on with what you're doing. And it doesn't advance what you're trying to promote garner and move forward with so what can you do today for safety inside of your organization not to be a recluse now that's the fun part that's the fun part we talked about this before we talked about the marketing we talked about going out there and driving safety Have you heard about the safety blitz? This is not a joke. And some people will go, well, that's not me. How am I going to drive? 
We have so many pieces of technologies nowadays that we could help promote. I will tell you, when I used to be in the transportation world, working that day in and day out, I would love to tell you that it was a, you know, it was an eight-hour job. Now, I used to probably stay at that place. I remember one time staying there 72 hours straight. Because I wanted to take a look at what was going on and seeing the different components. And the safety blitz seemed to help so much. So in the morning, when people actually take out the buses or take out their trucks or load their vehicles, we would do safety blitz. It would be anything from giving them bars of like protein bars. It would be anything like giving them water with maybe a safety slogan on it. Not saying that that's going to change the world, but it's all of a sudden them seeing that you're there and having conversations and you're seen in up front. I will tell you, I probably have given away more of these damn things in my life than probably have been sold um, at the store that I was buying them at because that was the only place that we that was carrying them at the time. At least luckily now you can get them through Amazon. Not a sponsor by the show, just in case. But that was a colossal super cookie is what it was provided by the great people at MedRx. Yeah, 400 calories of fun there. And a lot of people talked about it, especially when we first started doing it. But that's the thing. That is the thing. When you start doing stuff that you're not behind the scenes and now you become in the forefront, people want to know exactly what it's all about. I'm not saying you have to have a board that says we have been this so many days injury free or you need to have something that references something along the lines that has something related to how how great everything is. And we're going to give away a gift. That's not the thing. But it's something where you can in turn come to the organization and show them that you care. Because that's the interesting part. We talk about marketing. That's essentially a good chunk of what safety is. Yes, you have to have some kind of knowledge base. But think about it. You get some of the people within the organization that know quite a bit of what's going on. And you talk to them about their problems. And maybe you start bringing some forward some of the problems that they're seeing. Maybe you bring in the new person that started. And maybe you start having some of those conversations of problems of what they're seeing. And that's the thing. You want to make sure that people just doesn't think that safety is something behind a closed door. You don't want people to think that safety is something that only is talking about in the darkness of the rooms and that it's never brought to the forefront. Because I can tell you, I had a guy that... I worked for, he had 40 some odd locations, I believe it was, inside of this organization that we were in. And his commitment to his team was to make it out to them once every two months. And this was across the country. And it's a difficult thing to do. This guy lived out of a suitcase but was trying to make sure that people knew that he was there because he never wanted to be the behind the scenes person. I also worked at an organization that the general manager of the organization, this was a transportation place, and they had three shifts like most companies do on when they loaded their buses. And that general manager would be there at the beginning of the shift, first thing in the morning, when the shift change occurred, and then when the new shift people came in to make sure they had someone to talk to. Now, if the general manager wasn't there, one of their assistant general managers was to be there for just in case people had something to talk about. That general manager normally was talking about safety-related issues to make sure that it was something that was in the forefront. Here's the thing. If you don't make it a priority Other people won't make it a priority. If it's something that you're throwing the long bomb, like they like to say inside a football, that's all it is. It's the long bomb from a distance. They're not running from you. You're just throwing it and doing the Hail Mary and praying that something occurs. You have to do something to be able to change this inside of the organization. If you don't, what's going to happen? What's going to change? Because 
every time that you get a new policy procedure from behind a closed door, do you really care? Do you really give a shit about it? No. Oh, my God. Here's a new regulation. Oh, here's a new rule. Oh, here's something we have to do. No. Make it different. And yes, I know it is difficult to do from time to time, especially when you're dealing with a larger organization. And listen, it's sometimes great to be able to explain to people the reasoning on why some of these things are occurring. It's not just another safety policy. It's not just another safety program. It's so tiring doing that. And here's the interesting part. I get to sit here, yes, because I am sitting right now and talk about this stuff. But the funny part is I spent a good 15 years out of my career out there doing this stuff. And let me tell you, I failed miserably at certain points. Because I didn't understand how important the relationship building was when I first started my career. It was dictate and watch the people do. But when I started hitting the road, when I started going out and showing people how important they were and how important certain things inside of the organization that needed to change to move forward, that's when I started to see it. Now, the unfortunate portion that occurred, of course, there was a death. There was a fatality that had to occur before I actually got to that point. Think about that for a moment. Your organization should not have to get that far before a change occurs on how people do things for the organization. Or the other part is you could just be a recluse. And boy, doesn't that sound great when it comes to safety. But what do I know? Just a guy behind a microphone. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I mean, you know, I love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Oh, 
Okay, there you go. That's in my head by Tidden Park. Yeah, we like him quite a bit around here. Uh, there you go. That song's readily available on iTunes and Spotify. Okay, Tidden Park. Like I said, you can download it. That one's called In My Head. Anyways, 39 minutes past the top of the hour, as we are hanging out here, RadioBig.FM and Safety FM. Okay, so anyways, there you go, there you go, there you go. Anyways, thank you for the messaging inside of the box there. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Some good points being brought up, of course. On value added inside of what you can do. Uh, So anyways, let's start talking about some other things going on inside of the world of the news. Um, hmm. (laughs) I don't know. There's so many times I just don't know so many different ways to go. Uh, Let's talk about this. A couple different things. By the way, tomorrow, tomorrow evening, I will be hanging out. At the Aaron Lewis concert that will be available on live stream. Yes, I did say that correctly. You can go to Aaron Lewis dot, what is it? Aaron Lewis music.com. Uh, going out tomorrow. Uh, yeah, so tomorrow's a big day for some. Uh, it is a, April the 20th, so big concert tomorrow, Tuesday night, live stream only. There you go. Uh, so you can go to Aaron Lewis.com or Aaron Lewis music.com to get tickets for the event if you're so inclined to do so. Uh, so there you go. There's that going on. Anyways, let's talk about some other things. Let's talk about some crowdsourcing for COVID. Yes, not a joke. Living in a crowded area, such a densely populated city does not mean that you are more likely to get COVID-19. That's according to the data at the health app based in Tehran, Iran, which has uh, the epicenter in the early days of the pandemic. In the study of the data, researchers wrote that the population density alone cannot be considered a risk factor. They pointed that, however, that the difference between the high density and overcrowding, when a place is overcrowded, it becomes difficult to achieve a safe social distance. Scientists have found the most critical factors affecting someone's likelihood of getting COVID-19 are age, wealth, and healthcare access, not a joke, as well as behavioral variabilities, such as the likelihood of some residents to follow public health recommendations. Ah, you mean intelligence. Some things to think about. Uh, that may be true, but a year ago, I'm pretty sure that, but uh, I'm pretty sure, but all depended on how much toilet paper you had. Wasn't that kind of a factor at one point? You had to rush out and get a whole bunch of toilet paper. For, um, I'd finish this with a coronavirus joke, but you've had to wait two weeks um, to know if you got it or not. So probably not a good coronavirus joke time um, for that whatsoever. But think about it real quick. Think about a lot of these things as we do talk about COVID um, and a lot of the stuff that is going on and what is safe and what is not safe. But at one point, I think it's interesting on how people are going, well, based on what I see on social media, I am a lot safer than other people that are out there. What? I have to tell you, if you pull up anything in Florida of anything that's going on here, especially the further south you go, and I'm not picking on the people that live in the southern portion of the state, the crazier it gets. I mean, you did hear about, you know, the pepper spray bombs that were taking place down there uh, during uh, spring break weeks because people wouldn't go back in. Then they did a curfew at 8 p.m. And I don't like to go local, but it's just kind of weird when you start pulling up the state here. Then you look at some other states and everything's locked down. And then you look at some others. So it's like, what's what's the right? What's the wrong? Who knows? Who knows anymore? Duh. I think we're all still trying to figure it out. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue talking. No paint, no gain. Yeah, that's not a joke. Engineers at Purdue University have created what they are calling the whitest paint ever. They say that the innovation could help could could help cool buildings. Yeah, reduce the energy demands of air conditioning and even help mitigate climate change. The new ultra white paint reflects ninety eight point one percent of the sunlight, essentially making the opposite of the ultra dark materials such as. Vanta Black. Yeah, Vanta Black, lovely color, which absorbs 99.9% of visible light. In a test, the uh, the paint made building surfaces uh, 
8 degrees or 4.5 Celsius cooler than the ambient temperatures at noon at a sunny day and about 19 Fahrenheit or 10.5 Celsius cooler at night. This means that uh, <laughs> the team has developed has been developing this paint for years in an experiment with a wide range of materials and manufacturing techniques, eventually settling on paint pigment of barium sulfate. A white powder which reflects across the wavelengths of sunlight. Yeah, I'm not a joking here. They hope to uh, make it commercially available within the next two years. So there you go. Uh, reportedly, the stuff is also awesome when used on as whiteout. Just throwing that out there. And the only thing whiter than that is, I think, Conan O'Brien. So something to think about. Except you need about 37 coats for it to cover anything dark. And that's not a joke, as I do say that. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about some other things because sometimes we tend to forget about some things that are extremely important as we are hanging out here on the Rated R Safety Show. It is 44 minutes past the top of the hour, but do you need some tricks to make yourself feel more confident? Yeah, I'm not joking. I'm going to tell you some. I'm going to tell you some tricks real quick as we are starting off on this Monday. Some things you could do to move forward and so on. Adjust your your posture and straighten your spine while in a meeting or stand tall with your chest out when when meeting someone. The simple adjustment works wonders to boost your self-confidence because of the relationship between our mind and our body. (laughs) This is not a joke. This is all serious stuff. Listen to uplifting music if you're nervous about giving a big presentation or listening to high-energy songs with positive messages can boost your self-esteem. Workers who feel more confident after listening to an upbeat song also tend to, to be more productive. Uh, Everybody Hurts isn't going to cut it here, just, just in case. Nothing against R.E.M., by the way. Uh, say a mantra to yourself in the mirror. What you <laughs> start your day right with the right mindset by creating a positive message message to stay to say out loud to yourself. This can encourage an optimistic outlook, which creates confidence. Examples: I am in charge of how I feel, and today I am choosing happiness. I have the power to create change, or chances are I won't be fired today. Exercise regularly, working out has numerous mental health benefits and those who do feel less anxious and depressed. And when you, and when you see results, you naturally carry yourself more confidently. Maybe it's uh, it's not, uh, it's not about the risk that you're willing to take. It's about feeling more confident here. And then last but not least, keep a list of obstacles you've overcome in the past. Think of them when you're, confronted by the hardship that that you're feeling overwhelmed it helps remember past accomplishments and draw from the past victories like the time i was voted most likely not to succeed but seriously you have to think about stuff you have to think about stuff that brings you confidence because here's the thing some people have that trigger issue where they won't pull the trigger on something hopefully it's not a gun we're talking about but they won't do something because they don't feel confident about it well, guess what? You need to go out there today and feel confident and knock it out of the park. It's not a joke. Because I would hate for you to sit back later in life and tell me the shoulda, coulda, woulda story. Yeah, I shoulda, I coulda, I woulda, but I didn't. Yeah, that's what I said. I didn't. Let's get John in here. Let's get John in here and have him give us some motivation because it is that time. It is 747 Eastern Standard Time or 47 minutes past the top of the hour, wherever the hell you're at. It's time right now for the Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. Steve Jobs said, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something. Your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. This approach has never let me down, and it has made all the difference in my life. Very nice quote there from Steve Jobs. Think of the times in your life that you look back and it all makes sense. It reminds me of a trick that I have for you. If you're ever doing a little puzzle that's like a maze, start at the end and it's easy to find your way to the starting point. Don't believe me? Try it. It's pretty cool. This has been today's Motivation Minute. 
courtesy of bettercreditcards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about it real quick. I'm going to bring you this from the Swamp. Actor Matthew McConaughey has publicly hinted at his aspiration for public office, and there is uh, an appetite for his candidacy in Texas. A poll published by the Dallas Morning News giving him a 12-point lead over incumbent Governor Greg Abbott, 45 to 33%. The general election would be November the 22nd. So don't be surprised as you see McConaughey um, going on there. I, I have a funny feeling a lot of people will move there. Uh, if he does, if he does go for it, just say it. Anyways, let's talk about some other things. No winner for Friday night's mega million drawing for Tuesday. Uh, Tuesdays will be a drawing for $257 million jackpot or $175.9 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $90 million jackpot or a $62.3 million cash payout. So there you go. Some interesting things going on there. If you like to play the game, baby. Duh. Okay, so let's continue talking. Weekend box office numbers. Let's give you from number 10 to number 1, and let's go right now. At the number 10 spot at $310,000. That was the Crudes at a new age. At number 9, the Courier, $462,000. Number 8, In the Earth, $506,000. At number 7, the Girl Who Believes in Miracles, $561,000. At number 6, Voyager, $790,000. Tom and Jerry at $1.1 million took up on the number five spot at number four, Raya and the Dragon. And the last dragon, excuse me, at $1.9 million at number four. Number three, The Unholy, $2.1 million. At number two, Nobody at $2.5 million. And still at the number one spot, Godzilla versus Kong at $7.7 million. So that movie continues to rake it in. If that's something you're interested in, knock yourself out with it because it's definitely something going on for sure. Uh, there you go. There you go. Some um, some 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 interesting stuff going on inside of that particular side of the world. OK, let's continue talking about some other things going on um, as we do talk real quick. The WNBA and Nike have pulled the Dallas Wing Special Edition jersey meant to honor female empowerment after learning that the historic group that inspired the design excluded black women. The league issued a statement to Time Magazine saying that no that they would no longer be selling the Wings label uniform modeled after the P-40 Warhawk plane flown by women Air Force Service pilots from World War II after learning that black women were not accepted into the program. The uniform was released on April the 8th as part of the three new game edition jersey for each league's 12 team to honor the 25th season. Nike also said they will remove the jersey from their retail location. So that's what's going on right now. It is 52 minutes past the top of the hour. We're going to get you out of here in the next eight as we do move along after this show. I go and hang out at RadioBig.fm. You're more than welcome to hang out with me if you don't normally do that. You just go to RadioBig.fm on your web browser, and that will take you there. And then we get to hang out, do some other things. We'll talk about some other stuff going on at the same time as well. Anyways, if you need to know what what happened back on this date, let's talk about it. Um, Back in 2020... Yeah, 2020, I know. It doesn't seem that long ago, or does it? Let's talk about it. U.S. COVID-19 death tolls passes about 40,000, with more than 740,000 cases reported, according to John Hopkins. Also on this day, the U.K. COVID death toll reaches 16,060 deaths. The Sunday uh, Times criticizes Prime Minister Boris Johnson's response to the virus, saying that they sleepwalked into this disaster. So that was back in 2020. If we go back a little bit further... 1995. Yeah, 1995. Timothy McVeigh uh, denotes, can't even speak, hold on, denotes the rented rider truck outside of the Alfred P. Bureau Federal Building in Oklahoma City. The terrorist attack killed about 100 uh, about 100 people and trapped dozens more. It was the worst case of domestic terror in American history. McVeigh and his accomplices were swiftly captured and put on trial. McKay was eventually put to death. His, um, his comparator, 
Terry Nichols received a life in prison. That was back in 1995. I was actually, I still remember that. I still remember that pretty vividly. Anyways, let's talk about some things going on today, right after this little lovely message from our friend, uh, you know, Jeffrey. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Fiker Law. That's why we're unstoppable. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's talk about some birthdays for today. Lauren Gray turns 19. Maria Sharapova turns 34. Oh, Maria Sharapova. Ali Wong turns 39. Uh, Hayden Christensen turns 40. Kate Hudson, 42. Joanne Gaines, 43. Really? Uh, James Franco, 43, Jesse James, 52, Ashley Judd, 53, Sue Knight, 56, and Tim Curry turned 75, all happening on today's lovely day. If you need some reasons to celebrate today, let's talk about the reasons to do do, to do so. National Amarato Day, National Garlic Day, National, well, Hang It Out Day. Oh, yeah, let's hang it out. Uh, National North Dakota Day. I oh, wish I would have known that. National Oklahoma City Bombing Commemoration Day. And then Patriots Day is the other day that you can celebrate today if you're so inclined to do so. Anyways, let me tell you about the most important part that I will tell you during the whole thing known as this little program known as the Rated R Safety Show. And that's for you to know that you are not alone. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local community whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. All you'll need to do is go to AFSP.org. That's AFSP.org. Or you can actually go and call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Or, 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 or text the word TALK to 741-741. That's 741-741. So just for information purposes. Anyways, before I forget, if you have not picked up our lovely sign, you can use the UP, the, the QR code that's right here in this particular corner. Um, and you can go right there, right there. And it will bring up this little sign. There's a reason for the sign. I am not speaking at any safety conference or expo seven the September the 13th through the 15th. Just so you know, you can actually get it and put it on your social media platform. Or you can go to safetyfm.com forward slash I am not. Yes, that is safetyfm.com forward slash I am not. And you can download it right there. You have a little video that will play right there too. Um, just in case if you're so inclined to come out, hang out and see the things that we do on that side of the sector. Uh, so let's talk about it. If you need some whack facts for today, here's this. Greek yogurt is actually Turkish. Just throwing that out there. Jim Frank Dwight 114 times through the entire entirety of the U.S. version of The Office. Just saying. Uh, post, post-it notes should be peeled horizontally, not upward motion, uh, which causes the paper to cut. Nearly all spiders are venomous. Men and women who listen to similar music tend to be better communicators um, and have longer lasting relationships. There you go. Let's see how many people will jump on board on that one now. And according to a poll, doctors and lawyers are the worst tippers. Oh, hey now. Good to know. Um, So there you go. If you need uh, a phone starter for today, try this one. Which celebrity would you most likely sit next to on a long flight? Hmm. I have some in mind. Uh, if you need a random joke for today, try this one. There isn't much to see in a small town, but the, what you <laughs> but what you hear sure makes it up for it. If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. According to a scientific study, humans are not biologically equipped to do this before 10 a.m. What is it? Work. That's interesting. Something to really think about. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on safetyfm.com and radiobig.fm. Anyways, Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. Without you, we definitely could not do what we do here. That is for sure. Anyways, if I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. 
Nobody plans to fail. They just fail to plan. If you want to succeed in this game that we call life, you have to have a plan. You can't just have a goal. A goal is like a wish. And you really can't plan for those. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.